solo episode um, I actually do have a guest plan for this Friday so I'll let y'all know obviously when it, the episode will drop <laughs> um, but I'm really looking forward to recording that I just wanted to get on here and kind of share some things like thoughts I've had so recently um, common themes that keep occurring in my life and I'm sure in a few other people's lives so I'm just trying to put some words to it right um, you know, with everyone talking about Mercury being in retrograde. And for those of you that don't know, it's basically when Mercury's, I think, orbit it goes backwards. Anyways, the whole Zodiac thing basically says that depending on what, I think it's like a phase or like a, t a type of, I don't know, to be honest with you, like rotation, um, like it'll mess with your communication with people. Sometimes it'll mess like with your technology. I don't know if it's coincidental. I'm not a big... Um, advocate for coincidences. I think there's always some like madness behind some things that happen, right? Um, but you know, my laptop, my work laptop has been glitching this week and I was just kind of hoping and praying that my personal wasn't so, so far so good. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, I've really been feeling like that emotional pull, I think in the past few weeks, like I've had a lot of I guess kind of not weight, but I, I've had a lot of like these these thoughts and feelings and emotions kind of bubble to the surface. Um, I I'm not typically a person unless I know you very well to be very vulnerable with someone. Um, for me, vulnerability looks very different depending on who you know I'm around. And I've had the conversation with close friends of mine all the time of like. You know, I've always felt like being vulnerable with people that I know is like a liability or like a weakness because I give that person like, I guess kind of not a hold over me, but they like, I very much, you can tell when I'm upset, <laughs> like I'm not going to hide it for anyone. But you know, when I do try to hide it, it's not usually a healthy thing. Right. And I think we all do that to some aspect. Um, and I'm sure some of y'all can relate and I wonder if others of y'all thinking, what the hell are you talking about? Like, girl, just speak your mind. Um, no, I mean, like, like for me recently, it's been more like with work and kind of like personal stuff with my apartment. Oh my God, I'll tell y'all the apartment story from hell here soon. <laughs> but, you know, there's been a lot of like festering feelings bubbling to the top. And I don't know, I thought maybe some of y'all can relate like anxieties for me, obviously like the whole post-grad thing, but I think also being in a very new environment. Like I've never lived west or east, I guess, of Abilene, Texas. For me, Dallas is like, holy shit, like this is a huge city, right? And I've been coming here for, you know, three-ish years, but, you know, it kind of blows my mind every day that I live, you know, less than 10 miles away on the road but it takes me anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes to get home and you know or to work during the morning or in the evening after work um it's just kind of like a testament to literally how many people live in the metroplex and 
I literally always tell my friends and my boyfriend, I'm like, I, I genuinely cannot believe that this many people fit in such a tight space. Um, and it's growing. Like, you know, everyone is trying to move to Texas. Companies are moving to Texas. And you start to see, you know, the traffic building up. And you start to see the gentrification in different areas and different pockets of places that have all kinds of historical and cultural history. Um, I mean, obviously, like in Oak Cliff and Dallas, South Dallas is very historical. And that's now where they're trying to put these damn like <laughs> paleta shops that are super gentrified and charging you like $5 for a paleta that tastes like water, like fruity water. I don't know. So it's, I think <laughs> I think like adding to like just the regular stresses of life is just being a hyper observant, like myself being hyper observant and feeling I guess like this hustle and bustle kind of like take me over and allowing like my workplace stresses to kind of you know rub off on me and that unfortunately does come out to other people right like we take our emotions elsewhere and we put them onto someone I'm, I'm sure we all do it in some capacity whether we know it or not but it's been more obvious to me for myself and um, it's definitely something that I need to work on and I'm <laughs> I try to be very self-aware of it um, but you know I think s struggling to find the words to say how I feel when I'm feeling it um, just because like I know personally I have I have had to teach myself not to react in the second like you know growing up and you know the years that when you are ready to burst at someone the second they kind of say something like snarky or shady right um you know that was always me like I'm gonna shut that shit down immediately um and I don't know like as I got older I started kind of like losing that for better or for worse um and I kind of like started like just staying quiet and keeping those thoughts to myself because I'm like what is this going to add this isn't going to be beneficial I don't want to be the person that is constantly complaining and yet I feel those things like thoughts like when I keep them inside I feel them kind of festering and bubbling into like other ugly emotions and other ugly like actions that I carry out right like for me I'm I'm very much an emotional like eater emotional like shopper if I'm feeling stressed I just want to get out of my house I don't want to be boxed in I want to be out I don't even care what I'm doing but I don't want to be around like it's strange I don't really want to be by myself but I also don't really want to be around a bunch of people so I'll literally go to like Central Market at like 7 30 when it's dead quiet um at least the one over here by my house is so I'm lucky in that aspect or when I lived in Lubbock I would literally go walk around Target <laughs> like at 9 30 at night by myself just to like cool off I don't I know that's horrible because I'm putting stuff in my basket and walking out $200 poorer right <laughs> oh my god that Target I haven't been to Target in about a month and a few days like I went on a Target cleanse this past month this is a side note I'm sorry um and it was more about saving money for an upcoming trip and now I'm like I really want to go to Target but there's not anything I need so I can't bring myself to like going alone because I don't trust myself yet <laughs> um and I think being able, like going back to the previous thought, right, being able to, I guess, form the words of how we're feeling in the moment is a skill that we all have to, like, learn. 
Um, just because like, say you're in an argument, right? And I've had this happen to me where I'm in a disagreement with someone, um, someone I care about, but you know, I, they say something that hurts me or that hurts my feelings or, or just isn't, isn't right. Right. Um, I, I have the tendency to, I guess just be like, okay, you're right. Because I don't want to argue, but then I think about it for like a week. And I'll think about the things I could have said and the things that, you know, I'm glad I didn't say. And then I'll think about how annoyed I am because I didn't speak up (laughs) right then and there. And then eventually, unfortunately, it boils to the top like in six months when it has nothing to do with the argument at the moment. Right. Um, And I think learning to speak your peace in the moment is learning about your strengths and being vulnerable with the people that you should be able to be vulnerable with, right? Because I mean, you know, like people like your significant other or your best friends or your family, they should be able to take the way you're feeling and I guess help you overcome the hurdle. Um, And if they don't, if they don't have that skill in their arsenal, maybe you can do it together. Or maybe it's something you both need to learn. Or maybe it's just in a, like a toxic relationship or a type of relationship that doesn't need to be anymore invested in anymore. And I think I've also had to learn that about who I can be vulnerable with, right? Um, I have a, I have, I lately I've been having like a really hard time connecting with like my coworkers, and I don't want to give it the. The typical, oh, it's because I'm the only person of color in my office. Um, I don't want to say that because, you know, everyone's so nice. And for the most part, everyone's really nice and really relatable and, you know, hasn't been ugly to me. But there are those people, the few people that I really just, there are things that irritate me about what they say. And I'm like, you know what, I'm going to just ignore it. Like, I just will divert myself completely from this person or from these people um, unless I absolutely need to have a conversation about them about work, right? Um, And then I start to kind of really box myself out of the conversation. And that's when I start to feel like, well, is there something wrong with me, right? Like, what am I doing? Why... Why is no one like talking to me about these things? And uh, granted, I really don't give a damn about, I'm sorry for hurting those feelings. I really don't care about what's going on with The Bachelor or whatever. Like, I'm not a big reality show person, but when it comes to, you know, like stupid things like being included in a stupid group chat, like sometimes I'm like, that, that little piece of me is like, why didn't you get that message? Like, what's wrong with you? Right. Um, and I think that's just like the inner 10 year old in me really like kind of coming up and I really had to be able to be okay with not being a part of everything that's going on around me. Right. And I think it's, I, I, I've chalked it up to it being like a type of FOMO (laughs) just because I do feel like the fear of missing out pretty constantly. I used to feel a lot more because I lived so far from where I wanted to be. And now I really appreciate where I was because I got myself here, obviously, like with the support of friends and family and things like that. But, you know, I put the work in. I graduated. I got a job, you know, from A to Z. I'm I'm, you know, I'm still figuring out we're not at Z yet. I'll let you know when I get there. <laughs> um, but 
I'm definitely still trying to catch my rhythm in a new environment. And I think when when I'm uncomfortable, which I, I've been very uncomfortable for the past few months because it is a new situation and I am very much a, if I'm uncomfortable person, I'm going to let, not you know, but it's going to be known, right? Um, I don't know. Maybe that's something that I need to work on too in that like, I need to stop, I guess, allowing these kind of negative negative emotions and forgive me for saying it, but negative vibes um, rub off on me and letting it rub off on other people because it's coming through me. Um, you know, a few years ago, I, I learned what an empath was. And I don't know if I'm necessarily an empathic person. I'm very sympathetic, I think, but... There, I think it's with certain people that I am very empathic with, like, or I think I am. I really don't know. But, you know, when something, you know, you can tell someone that you you know very well something's wrong or something's off and I'm going to be the one that's going to bug you and be like, what's wrong? Tell me what's wrong. Are you okay? Because I wish, sometimes I wish some, someone would do that to me, but then at the same time, I know it's annoying. So I'm sorry if that's been you. <laughs> but, you know, I, I've learned that Unfortunately, I'm a person that likes to solve the problem. And I've also learned that sometimes there is no solution to the problem. Sometimes you just got to listen, right? Because at the end of the day, it's great to be heard and great to feel validated and like, yeah, you know what? I have felt that way too. You don't have to have a solution, right? Like for me, I think when people try to immediately solve like, the, the way you're feeling in the moment, it's, it can be frustrating because it's like, well, why don't you just do this? I'm like, well, why? Like, I would just like for you to hear me out. Like, I know I need to do A, B, C, and D to get over this little slump, right? I'm, I'm very like, I'm, I'm pretty sure like that's the idea I have in my mind. But can you just hear me out and just listen and be like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Or I don't want you to feel pity, right? But, you know, sometimes it's nice to just be heard. Um, and I think we all have those like ups and downs of being the friend that wants to be heard and being the friend that, um, is trying to solve your problems for you. (laughs) Um, you know, one of my really good friends has always been like, I don't give advice to people that ask me for it. I give them their idea just out loud. I'm like, what do you mean by that? And she's always said, well, you know, you can usually tell when someone what like, not that you tell someone what they want to hear, but you tell someone what they already know, right? Like, oh, well, I'm in this horrible, you know, this is like an example, but you know, someone that's in a a relationship that they're not happy in, but they don't know how to get out. And you're like, well, have you ever thought about this? And because maybe you know this person well enough, or, you know, you, you can, you can justify your statement of why don't you do or try this or talk about this with this person. Um, you can kind of gauge where they are mentally. I I really think it's it's something to the like the matter of the fact of being okay with telling someone like hey when you said this it kind of bothered me and it bothered me because of this reason or being able to elaborate with someone like if you're newly talking to someone and I'm sure everyone's had this happen to you um, when it. I know like when it happened to me, it definitely wasn't a term, but B 
being ghosted or gas gaslighting gaslighted um like you don't know what that feeling is but you just think you're going crazy right <laughs> um i think in those situations you've got to know when to protect your peace and i think over the past i'd say like a year definitely a year you i've learned to be able to say no i don't want to know about you know, whatever you think, like, is whether it be, like, cheese man, like, gossip or whatever, you need to be able to say, like, you know, this is really going to ruin, like, my state of mind right now, and I would really rather not say, hear that, right, or you'd rather really not talk about that yet, like, if you're not ready to talk about something, don't feel rushed, don't feel pressured, I think with everything come, like, every good thing that's going to come out of your brain is going to take time to formulate, and for me, I'm, I will replay a situation in my mind over and over and over until I come to a reasonable conclusion that I need to say something or I don't need to say something. And sometimes it takes me weeks, sometimes it takes me months, and sometimes it'll take me an hour. I think it really just depends on the situation and how how open I'm willing to be at the moment because there are times where it's like, you know, your vulnerability can be misconstrued as being soft and being a, a person who can't be taken seriously. And I think it really depends on who you're choosing to share that with. Um, being able to share your vulnerabilities and your, your fears with people that genuinely care for you and care about your well-being in the end um, I think is what the hard part is at this point in life and like being able to find out who your true friends are because I know there are some growing pains with learning who are your friends and who are not your friends and there's going to be people that come and go especially like for those of you heading off to college or heading off to a new part in your life learning about what you deserve in a friendship or a relationship or even in a job um, being able to step away from that is very important. And with that being said, I think it's also very important and necessary for us to be able to take a step back from ourselves and really appreciate yourself for the things that you're struggling with because at the end of the day, the only thing that really allows us to differentiate ourselves from other people is what we think is typically our weakness right? I think a lot of the times we're very critical on ourselves from the outside. Um, and we really don't give ourselves like the credit we, we deserve, really. I mean, <clears throat> I know I've been in, like say, a job that I didn't feel I was, you know, appreciated for, for as much as I took on and being the only employee. And, um, you know, I felt like the ways that business was conducted was just not, it wasn't favorable <clears throat> for me. And I really felt like that, that, you know, position took that like advantage of me because I didn't know I could say anything. Um, you know, like I was in college, you know, at that point you're kind of like, well, do I say something and risk like being fired or like seen differently as an employee and kind of like, kickstart their I don't know you know like it's one of those things where I really I 
I buckled down even when it was, you know, very difficult. Um, and, you know, I eventually got, I would say I was pretty good, damn good at my job. Like, truthfully, I really was. And I think for me, it was more about like the loyalty to myself more than being uncomfortable um, and wanting to leave because I'm stubborn the way I think as well. Now you want me to leave. Now I'm not going to leave. Like, <laughs> um, I don't know if anyone else like can relate. I hope that's not crazy, but you know, like it's one of those things too. Now I'm able to reflect and really see, like, I was really hard on myself when I was, I was kicking ass, you know, like in school, full-time working part-time job, like four to 30, 40 hours sometimes, like damn near full-time in the summer. Um, it's just one of those things to where I felt like I still wasn't doing enough. And I think that was more ref like a deeper reflection on my end. Um, but also, you know, it's nice to be told, especially by an employer that like, hey, you're kicking ass. Like, I appreciate you for what you're doing or, you know, like acknowledgement for the, the shit that you put up with and the shit that you learn and that you make mistakes on. And, you know, like, that's how you overcome things, right? You have to stick it out and... I'm the first person to admit that when things get boring or difficult, the first thought I have in my brain is like, I could just drop it right now and figure it out. Like, I'll figure it out, right? And I hate to admit it, but I think that's kind of been my mentality for, but I think that's just the kind of mentality I had as a kid. Um, yeah, I don't know. I wonder if y'all have like that kind of mental like that too like it's kind of like you know you're not doing it enough you're not doing well enough like you still you know you could be better and like yes a lot of people will say like oh that's a good quality to have like you're a hard you know hard worker or whatever but it's also like no one talks about the kind of stress we put ourselves under for not being able to be vulnerable with the people around us and ask for help and I know that's something that I still struggle with is asking for help is like knowing like I know I can ask for help especially you know your good friends and the people that are really close to you and family typically um, you know you can ask for help and someone will be able to help you but I think maybe for a lot of us it's a vulnerability that like I just don't want to I don't want to be let down and I'm going to, like, keep our relationship at the quality that it's at right now because I, I'm scared to risk it, right? And maybe that's just, you know, my personal trust issues, but it's just across the board is I, I know I have trouble asking for help. And I know a lot of us have the same trouble. And it's always, like, a cycle of, oh, I know I could have done this way. Like, it would have been way easier to do this if I had asked for help. But then you ask for help, and you're like, but not like that. <laughs> no but in all seriousness I think we all have to like learn a lesson from being stubborn or being scared to ask for help or being scared of being vulnerable um in asking for help I think it's gotta you've gotta give the people that deserve you know the benefit of the doubt you gotta give it to them um because at the same time you have to be able to give yourself the benefit of the doubt when you you get off track right I think a lot of the time too especially in college I know myself but tons of people have always said like you know what if I'm not even doing the right thing what if I'm not going to get a job like we're, we're worrying about things that 
<clears throat> are four or five years down the line, or who knows, you know, like, what if you want to go back to school and at the same time you're, you feel like you don't even know where to start, um, start by asking for help. I mean, it's not that, it's not that it's not hard, it's not that it's easy, but I think it's scary sometimes, is like, a lot of the time, if you don't know who it is you're asking for help, you don't know what their version of help means, right? Um, and then you start to, again, second guess yourself, like, oh, I shouldn't have done this. And it's a cycle and it repeats for as long as we allow it to. And I think um, something to be more aware of is definitely um, how, how you treat yourself. Others will mimic it, right? Um, so I hope that spoke to some of y'all because I know that's been weighing on my mind for a good while. Um, but... And I just want to say thank y'all for, you know, listening and taking a few minutes out of your day because maybe we all need to, like, hear our own medicine outside of our brains. I think that's been kind of helping me with this so far, for sure, um, and being able to, like, kind of reflect from, you know, where you are now to where you were, right? It's crazy to think about how a year ago we were in a completely different mind state, hopefully, than we are right now. Um, and that's just going to be a constant improvement if we start working on these things that are not comfortable to work on. Um, yeah, so again, thank you guys for listening. I'll catch y'all next time.